Welcome to the Keeney Interviews. Through this series, you will meet leading practitioners from the water sector and hear their stories. Together, we will address water challenges and discuss how best to face them. Keeney is the Malaysian word for current, and this initiative promotes the flow of ideas within the water sector. Hello and welcome to today's Kinney interview with Dr. Nini Tyne. Dr. Nini is a visionary and internationally well-respected uh, water management professional. She has over 40 years experience globally and has brought all of that experience and all those connections to support the Ayurwadi Basin in Myanmar. And in today's interview, we speak a little bit about Dr. Nini's past, her history, how she's become such a great leader, and we discuss in quite quite some detail the state of the basin assessment process, which has just come to a conclusion at the end of 2017, looking at what makes that process exemplary in terms of the principles of integrated watermen. We discuss how she and her team have been very successful in setting up partnerships both with the local community and with the international community and the relevance of that for the Ayurvadi Basin. We also speak about what's to come next and uh, since this interview was conducted at the third Asia Pacific Water Forum, we discussed the significance of that forum for the people in Myanmar. So with that, I am Karen Delfo, and I invite you to enjoy this exceptional interview with Dr. Nini. Dr. Nini, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me about the SOBA initiative, the assessment, um, the, the collaboration between Myanmar and Australia, and everything that's been happening uh, in the Irrawaddy catchment. So thank you. Me too. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. And we have also seen in uh, Brisbane and also here in Myanmar, so your support continuously is very highly appreciated. I'm hoping we can just start by talking about this sense of excitement that is very tangible around oh, yes. the SOPA assessment. Um, yes. The launch was a few days ago, and there's yes. been a lot of discussion about the implications for both Myanmar and the basin. I'm hoping you can speak from your experience what you see has happened over the past two years and what's about to happen in the future with SOBA. When we started SOBA, it was uh, really a dream and uh, only few professionals understand, but it is not enough for us. We have to do a lot of consultations and also to convince the government that this is very necessary and we have to do it. And also by doing this, we can do very meaningful and sustainable development in Myanmar. So that is uh, the starting point, but then we have a lot of uh, groundwork, the small details uh, where we have uh, suffered a lot of um, um, time-consuming things, but we overcome it. And also we have that um, making the soba without the data. That is very, very, you know, um, very crucial. So then we decided to put uh, six SOBA packages and let the um, experts handle 
in their best, uh, you know, best uh, knowledge and best uh, experience. So soba one is for surface water and also a little bit of the beginning of basin planning, but we didn't talk about it at that time. We only want to know the budget of the uh, surface water. And SOVA 2 is for the groundwater and also the wisdom database, uh, water information management database. database. Then the third is um, sedimentation, morphology, and actually the physical topography of the whole ARWD river system. And number four is biodiversity and environment issues. And number fifth is socioeconomic in macro level. So macroeconomics, macro socioeconomics, we studied that. And of course, like we said, the implication of the development of the whole basin. What is at this present stage and what will happen and with or without SOVA. With SOVA, what will happen? Without SOVA, what will happen? So that package five is actually very important package to communicate with the decision makers and economists and uh, policy level. And then the SOVA six, they are also important because the science evidence we get it from SOVA 1 to 5, the SOVA 6 is to communicate with the people, people uh, in the region, people also um, in the universities and also people who are actually staying in the villages and small towns along the river and inside the basin. So we have to also visualize something about the basin. So we uh, make uh, this uh, relief map. And then later on, we did the big physical, actually static, uh, physical static model of the river basin. That was also very uh, successful because the idea was very good and it came out of Sova experts. So that was a very, very nice one. And whenever we move that one, we are getting understanding from the participants. So it also really gained the intended impact. But on the other hand, we still have to do this uh, SOVA. It is not the end of it. We have uh, more than 1,500 pages, uh, SOVA Volume 2, that is comprehensive report, and SOVA Volume 1 is the synthesis report. So there we put the key messages of each SOVA. Actually, more than 25 organizations and more than 120 highly uh, experienced uh, professionals work on SUVA. So therefore, SUVA report is very comprehensive in itself. But for Myanmar, it is just a beginning because we can base on SUVA, 
we are now doing the basin exploratory scoping study. So that exploratory scoping study will contribute to the basin master plan. So we start with the data and uh, state-of-the-art situation from six different angles, collect the data, put it in the data bank, and that uh, wisdom will also eventually be shared with a lot of people. We aim to have it 90% of the data we get can be shared as an open source, but uh, the rest of it will be our sovereignty and uh, for security related issues. So only the authorities can, can see it. After that, we want to do that uh, basic master plan, which can really help Myanmar's GDP. And that GDP, we want to measure it not only with the dollars, but also with the environmental sustainability and also people's uh, participation, the inclusive decision making. So when we go back to SOVA, we actually started that culture of participation already, already. And people participated and they asked many questions and some are a question of present time and some are the questions of the past driven by fear. And some, are, some questions are even very much prejudiced. Here you come, what do you want? Are you going to do what you want and you're going to tell us that it is for the country's benefit, but we are the people who suffer. So that kind of, you know, uh, questions come to us and we explained it. We explained it with our findings and assessments and we used that relief map and we also have to guarantee that we have not done like in the past and this is the new thing, yeah. a new beginning, oh, yes. you know, and uh, we will also keep promise that uh, we won't do it like uh, whatever you say uh, is harmful to the environment, with, but we will yeah. negotiate. But with a, a culture of distrust, I would say, yes, culture of distrust, suspicion, and and just repression that's been for a whole generation. Yes, upon the entire population of Myanmar. Yes, you're trying to overturn this. Yes, by saying no, this is a participatory process where we want to hear from you and we want your involvement in an authentic way, and it must. Yes. I mean, you have to, it's its just breaking through so many layers of uh, protection that have been built around people Actually, against yes, others coming in. Yes, it must be yes, a indeed, lot to work with. Indeed. Actually, but I also understand that when I say to you or anyone, please believe me. Yes. Why should they? Yes. Okay, so therefore... Our words will be backed by our deeds. And all I can tell to these uh, people who really participated in our public consultation meetings, I promise them that whatever we said here to promise you, we will keep it. We 
will not violate it. So just watch, monitor, and you decide yourself. Because I cannot tell them to, to trust us overnight. No, that mistrust or distrust is, no, not mistrust, sorry, distrust is very thick. So it's so much, so many of the gates. And I'm sorry to say, it's not only at the professional level or grassroots level that people break the promises. But, you know, very high level, yeah. they also break the promises. So then it becomes the kind of norm, that new social norm, that you can promise anything and you can break it. We have to change. Yes. And I think in particular with international collaboration, it's very important to yeah. really build a relationship yes. and not just have a transactional process yeah. that takes yes. place, but it's, okay, so what do you need at this stage and how can you be supported by the international community take the next steps that you see need to happen, um, that's a different process as well. So when, yes. when that happens at all levels of governance, that's when, I guess, trust really can be built and when change yes. does really take place. Yeah. 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 So for, if we go for international community and uh, to get their help, we have to start with the enabling environment. And that enabling environment in IWRM that is mainly based on the legislations and what the law policy and also to protect the foreign investors. Yes. For me, I would like to go a little bit further. Okay, now we talk about the investors and we need that, that laws and regulations and policies and guarantees and uh, trusted banks and so on and insurance and reinsurance. But if you go one step down, you also need that laws and regulations for the people, for the citizens of Myanmar to keep our environment uh, clean and to keep our investors and development partners happy. But that is again very delicate issue. We want to keep our international advisors and development partners and also research partners very happy, but not by all means. You see? Yes. So, by which mean, if you ask, I would say that the same. Uh, we promise something and keep the promise and show that we Burmese are very trustworthy but we do not promise what we cannot deliver. And that way we can please the international community. If we say yes, yes, yes to everything international community wants us to do, there will be something we cannot deliver. So that part needs the capacity building. Capacity building of our own. Because when we open the door, the international community comes in many layers and many forms, but still we have very decent researchers and people who really don't talk about money, but talk about research, teaching, training, 
to make these people happy is to enable our own human resources to be able to talk with them. And we need English, we need uh, computer science, and we need the water sciences to talk with them and to, to understand and work together, sit with the same monitor and run the same model mm -hmm. and talk in the same language. To do that, we really need a lot of capacity building to our researchers. So I would be very happy if international investors understand the situation and start uh, nursing the you know, investment uh, procedures. Yes, we need their help and even like privilege of you know, understanding the situation and not saying, when you are ready, we will help you. You see, we want them to make us ready together. A compassionate approach. Yes. Especially given the circumstances and the difficulties that are yeah. now <laughs> hopefully becoming something of the past. Yeah, it's, I think a colleague of mine had mentioned that even coming to help provide that support, there's not enough desk space. There's not exactly. enough. Exactly. It's just really, it's, it's, there's, there's so many incremental steps that need to happen in order to be able to embrace, welcome, and, and fully take advantage and use and work together with international support. That that's, that's a process in and of itself. Um, but yes. hopefully it's, I'm, I mean, I imagine over the last few years it's been improving, but yeah, it sounds like there's still quite a bit. Yeah, um, but that's, uh, you know, not enough uh, desk and not enough uh, working spaces. It's not about the material shortage. It is the old school of thought. It is silo approach. It is compartmental. Because, again, you know, I can even say that it is against the National Water Resources Committee's uh, will of integration. Because everybody who wants to see silo approach are actually non-participation to the integrated approach, okay? So if we think of National Water Resources Committee and its water sector reform in the country level, then we should be able to move from one space to another, just a space, you see? We can be anywhere to sit and to work. Mm -hmm. It can be a hotel, it can be a private uh, renting house, not necessarily in the premises of the ministries, but it can be in the ministries as well. And a lot of our sober experts are home-based. Mm -hmm. So okay, we can also have home-based, but for the secretariat and for the Hydroinformatics Center and for the uh, advisory group. I think we really need to have that space. The space, yeah, the space to grow as a whole yeah. basin planning effort yes. is undertaken. Yes. That's going to require a lot yeah. of hands on deck yes. across all disciplines. Yes. Um, and having that ability to break down those silos yeah. and bring people together. Yes. Yeah. It's not yeah. just a construct of the mind, but also a construct of the space. So yeah. 
So we are we are also having that uh, area project support. Yes. We have got the land, and we have uh, already uh, tendered the construction um, process, and it is on the way. But it will finish in thirty months. Thirty months, then we have to do something immediately. That's why we are looking for the immediate uh, space. And I think uh, we are going to have it next month. Congratulations. Yeah, thank That's you. Amazing. And the basin plan is projected to be complete in approximately two years, is that correct? Two, three years from yeah. now? Yeah. So that's that's a very aggressive time. Uh, in Soba, the, a lot of experts said you can't do it in uh, less than one year, but we try to do it because of our uh, country's uh, situation. We cannot. We don't have a luxury of time. Yeah. <coughs> it is not because of uh, political things or you know uh, the term of the government. Because of the need. Because of the need. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why we you know we really requested, but. Thank to all these sober people. They really help and they cooperate. And then we decided to, you know, make it uh, under one year. Mm-hmm. So we did it, and that was launched uh, during this uh, summit, and it was on tenth of December two thousand seventeen. And now we are again going to make another, you know, short term output with a big impact. The short-term output is we have three months of exploratory scoping study. So Tira and you know other people are actually they get the financial support from Australian Water Partnership, and now they are doing that. Uh, what do you call it's an instant coffee? So we want to have it uh, by the end of March. Yeah, then I think you know it will really. Uh, flow into the basin master plan. I hope to some extent. So the more you know, it is matching. The more percentage will flow, and when less matching, it will be less percentage. Mm. But uh, one thing for sure is it will be used, and it will be useful. Yes. I'm wondering if you could comment at all on soba as a process. Yeah. that maybe other countries who may be looking to undertake a similar process could learn from. Uh, do you see that it is applicable in other contexts, in other countries? I know that, for example, even in the Salween Basin nearby, they're thinking of looking at how the SOBA has been developed in order to really put something together to support that basin as well, which is a transboundary basin. Um, but more even beyond the boundaries of Myanmar, um, can other countries look at how SOBA was approached and, and learn from that and apply that approach? Do you think that that's Yes, it is, it is uh, applicable and uh, you can replicate it if you want. And for Selwing, we can do it uh, in our Myanmar part, but then it will not be complete like ARD because ARD is our national river and Selwing is the international river with a very significant part inside China. But then, you see, we are researchers without border. You see? So if you want to handle Selwing, 
can, because there are a lot of researchers um, making uh, research for China part, mm -hmm. and then uh, Myanmar part. Also, there are a lot of researchers. Then we can join forces together. Then what we need is, of course, time and financial assistance, because I'm sure there are a lot of researchers who are already interested. Yeah, and if we go to other countries and other region of the world, like even in um, Africa or some other parts of Asia, I think it is still very possible because for Europe they have done it, but then still they can renew it, they can do their fresh research. So therefore I think it is 100% uh, applicable and replicable. So we're here this week with the uh, Asian Pacific Water Summit, which is fortunately taking place here in Yangon. What are your thoughts about having it here? What does that mean for for the government, for the ministers, for for the people of, of Myanmar to have such a high-level forum taking place? Because it's been incredible. Yeah, it is, and I I I am thrilled by myself and. Um, a lot of people whom I see in that uh, third Asia Pacific uh, summit, including you, and also all the way from the president who came here and former president, and all the way down to the people who give us coffee and clean the floor, everybody share the joy. And I would say, what do you gain? I would say it's joy, <laughs> joy. Yes. That's international joy, Asia-Pacific joy, yes. and Myanmar's joy, and our workforce joy. And I was telling the minister that if you will beat me to death now, I can't be unhappy because my happiness is bigger than anything. <laughs> so he was laughing, you know. Of course I don't beat you. But we were saying, you know, uh, very, very, yeah, happy moment. But then you are, you are a scientist and you are an engineer and you are a water professional and now you talk about happiness. Are you going to change your profession? And no, there is a link. It is called gross national happiness. And that gross national happiness is a measure of the development of the country. So I think we are on a real good path to development. To do the development, we really have to have science. And we need the consultation to the people for inclusive decision making. And people has to understand what they are doing and why they are doing and what they will get out of it and what is the hardship that they have to bear. And altogether, that is the happiness. Happiness doesn't say that everything should be okay and there is no problem, no quarrel, no failure. That means happiness. No, I don't think so. The happiness is the real big understanding of what we are doing, why we are doing, where do we want to go, are we on the right track? And that is the happiness. So therefore, this uh, third APWS really give us the feeling that, yes, something has changed in Myanmar. 
yes, we see the change. And that change is witnessed by all of us. And that change is real. Therefore, in the declaration, we have seen the pathway uh, forward. Yeah, the declaration that is going to be coming out this afternoon. So the declaration itself is Yangon Declaration. And this, the explanation of that declaration is pathway forward. So I feel that the, the drafter of the declaration, and we distributed to first to the organizers and co-organizers of this summit, and then we consulted the experts, both local and international, and then to the advisory group members, and government of Myanmar. That is the first round. The second round, we also go out to the other governments who attended the summit. And of course, the secretariat is the joint secretariat between APWF, Asia, Water, Asia Pacific Water Forum, and Myanmar government. So, we really feel that the issue we put up in this third APWS is not isolated. It is based, based <coughs> sorry. It is based on first APWS held in Japan, second APWS held in Thailand. And this is the largest one by attendance. All years are 300 plus, 300 plus, and now is nearly 700. So by far larger audience, larger participation, plus the current issues based on the progresses of the last APWS. We feel that we have discussed the issues. We feel that we have found the options of the solutions. And we also know that there is no one size fits all. So people will take away these options to their own country and try out and sort out their own problems. But main thing is they come back with the progress measured by indicators for water security and how much we achieve. The combination of water security and the sustainable development goals yes. really driving the agenda. Yes. Yes. And we the water professional wants to wants to say that if we want to increase the GDP, you cannot do without implementing the IWRM, integrated water resources management. It is very obvious, it is very logic, but there are some who are so much obsessed in development alone and for those we have to do the serious research and the research shows that with IWRM implementation you get 9% increase in GDP. So clear. Fantastic. I mean yeah. that's a huge increase. Yes. 9% is significant. 9%. Yeah. So now we can you know lay out the options and say well it's your decision. If you want 9% increase, do it. Yep. If you don't care about it, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. 
So this way, you see, we go with that science, evidence-based, and research-based, and community participations and consultations, and then we go to the decision-makers. So therefore, we are quite confident that 2030 agenda will be fulfilled, and Myanmar will do its best because this summit was opened by the top leader, you know, the state councillor. Yes. So if you talk about the size of the political will, that is you 100%. Get, you can't get more than that. No. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was a really strong moment. Yes. Yeah. And also, if you go back to her speeches, mm -hmm. then you can see that she is also committed to the integrated water resources management and to make the water security and to fulfill the sustainable development goals. And we also started two new um, thinking. Number one is water-based economy. Earlier, our country said agro-based economy. And we want to say that agro-based, even agro-based, uh, we have not only to see the crops, rice and potato, but we have to see the, you know, the all product change, you know, and also value-added product and uh, long-term use and all these things, plus the relative uh, industries, including the small and medium size and cottage industries, etc. So if we think about all these things and the transport, how do we take our horticulture product to Netherlands in, you know, one day? And that is transportation. Then if we go for transportation, the single mode of transportation won't do. So then we have to do this uh, multi-mode transportation. And the water highways, water transportation will become key in 21st century or the rest of the 21st century because we understand to reduce the um, carbon dioxide and that um, greenhouse gases. Yes. That's why having the cargo uh, aeroplane for short-lived uh, goods like flour is okay. but. Grains. Yes. Why should we carry with the aeroplane? So that will be also the the other you know um, new way of thinking. And then the nexus. We talk about water, energy, food nexus. And the nexus itself is taking for a granted that water is always there to be managed. Water is always there. That's why we have to choose between food and energy or the portion or the combination of food and energy. No, we have to start from the water, where to get it. So to develop water and maintain that water is most important. That's why in this summit, we put water, energy, food, ecosystem nexus. Because ecosystem is the developer of the water and the keeper of the hydrological cycle, and now they use it water cycle. That's okay, short and simple. So to get that water cycle doing well and what it should be doing, we need the ecosystem. 
I'm wondering if there's anything else that you'd like to speak about. Uh, I would like else. to thank uh, the Australian government for giving us opportunity to speed up SOBA. Whatever you said SOBA, you can't stop thinking Australian government because uh, we were new in the, in the uh, World Bank project and the country is new. I mean, the country has no experience receiving the World Bank project. So everybody has to learn and procurement was a really difficult subject to learn. And once it is not really um, getting on, we still need to produce the product. So actually, really, the history never disappear, and my gratitude will never disappear. If somebody who's listening to this interview would like to learn some more about SOBA, uh, be able to maybe read parts of it, yeah. or access other maps that you've spoken about, or models, or learn more about the participatory approach, or even this nexus that you're speaking yeah. about, which is the way we should be thinking about nexus. I yes. love this. Thank <laughs> you. Water, food, energy, ecosystem. Ecosystem. So critical. Yeah. Are there any resources or websites or ways that yes, people Yes, can... you can go to the website. Yes. And our project, uh, ABM website, yes. will give you a lot of information on SOVA. And also, you can ask questions. What, uh, first, you can read it, and if you still want more information, you can you can contact us through the web. Perfect. Yes. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for being so generous with sharing the experience. It's really good, thank wonderful you. to speak with you. Thank you very much. Me too, because you are helping me to reach out to a lot of people, and that is the big opportunity. Thank you. Kini is an initiative of the Australian Water Partnership and the International Water Centre Alumni Network. Kini connects water managers and shares knowledge throughout the Asia-Pacific. Visit our website at kini.org.au for more information and for videos, articles, news and more.